Chapter Twelve of Daddy Takes Us Skating. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. Daddy Takes Us Skating by Howard R. Garris. Chapter Twelve: A Great Surprise. How do you get the ice out of this big house when you want it in the summertime? asked hal as the foreman led them along the wooden platforms of the big cold storehouse and how much warmer it was outside even if the sun did not shine than it was in the ice house the children were glad to come out we load the ice from here into freight cars the man explained see the ice house is built in two parts with a passageway between and this passage is a railroad track the engine backs a freight car in here the big doors of the car are opened, and the ice is slid in on wooden chutes, something like the iron chute the coal man uses. Then, when the car is full, it is pulled down to the city in a long train with other cars. And then the ice men come with their wagons and get the ice and bring it to us, finished Mab. I've seen them. That's right, little lady, said the foreman with a laugh. And sometimes ice comes to the city by a boat instead of in freight cars and the men with wagons go down to the boat dock to get the cold frozen cakes and now you have seen how ice is cut in the winter and stored away until we need it in the summer my exclaimed Hal as he looked up at the big ice storehouse there must be enough ice in there for the whole world oh no indeed cried daddy Blake not enough for one city and besides this ice which is called natural because Jack Frost and Mother Nature make it, there is other ice called artificial. That is what is made by machinery. Why, can anybody make ice by machinery? asked Mab in surprise. Oh, yes, even on the hottest day in the summer, her papa told her. But it takes a lot of machinery. It is done by putting water into small metal tanks, and then by taking all the warmth out of the water by dipping the tanks into a big vat of salt and water, which is made very cold by something called ammonia. It is too hard for you to understand now, but when you get older I will explain. Now I think we had better be skating home, said Daddy Blake. As they walked down to the frozen lake there was a barking sound from a small shed under which was an engine that hauled up the ice cakes. Out from the shed rushed a little dog, spotted black and white, and straight for the Blake children he rushed, barking and wagging his tail, so that it almost wagged off. Look out, cried Daddy Blake. Don't be afraid, called the engineer, laughing. He's so gentle he wouldn't hurt a baby. And how strangely the dog was acting. He would jump up first on Hal, and then on Mab, trying to lick their faces and hands with his red tongue. Oh, dear, cried Mab, who was a little bit frightened. He won't hurt you, exclaimed the engineer. Here, Spot, he called. Leave the children alone. Be good, Spot. But the dog would not mind. He jumped up on Hal, barking as loudly as he could, and wagging his tail so hard that it is a wonder it did not drop off. The animal seemed wild with delight. Why, why, cried Mab as she looked carefully at the dog when he stood still a moment to rest after all the excitement. That dog looks just like our Roly-Poly. Only Roly was white and not spotted black and white, said Mab. Well, when I got this dog, he was all white, explained the engineer. He got spotted black by accident. I wonder if that could be Roly, spoke Daddy Blake thoughtfully. 
here roly-poly he called come here sir in an instant the dog made a jump for daddy blake barking joyfully and almost turning a somersault i believe it is roly shouted hal it's our dog but how could it be asked mab roly was lost under the ice and that's just where i got this dog the engineer explained out from under the ice one day after the first freeze this winter i was balking along a little pond i came to a thin place in the ice and looking through from the shore where i stood i saw a little white dog down below just as if he were under a pane of glass i broke the ice with a stick and got him out i thought he was dead but i took him home thawed him out gave him some hot milk and soon he was as lively as a cricket and i've had this dog ever since when i came here to work at ice cutting i brought him with me but you said he was pure white when you got him out said daddy blake wonderingly yes that's right answered the ice engineer so he was and how he got spotted was like this i was blacking my boots one day and i left the bottle of black polish on a low bench the dog grabbed it playful like and the black stuff spilled all over him that's how he got spotted he was worse than he is now but it's wearing off then i'm sure this is our roly-poly cried mab oh you dear roly she cried and the spotted poodle dog tried to climb up in her arms and kiss her he was so glad to see her i believe it is roly said daddy blake it is all very wonderful but it must be our roly well if he's yours take him said the engineer kindly i always wondered how he got under the ice but of course he could not tell me we were skating the children and i one day explained daddy blake poor roly slipped through an air hole in the ice then he must have floated down the pond underneath the ice until he came to another thin place where you saw him i guess that's it the engineer agreed he was almost drowned and nearly frozen when i found him but i'm glad he's all right now and i'm glad the children have him back oh and maybe we aren't glad cried hab aren't we hal well i guess he cried the gladdest ever roly-poly was happy too he was so glad he did not know whom to love first nor how much he raced back and forth from the children to mr blake and then over to the kind engineer who had saved his life oh let's hurry home cried mab i want to show mamma and aunt lolly and uncle pennywait that roly-poly is still alive and so daddy blake and the children skated down to the end of the lake roly-poly running along with them he had barked his goodbyes to the engineer and daddy blake and hal and mab had thanked the nice man over and over again don't fall through any more air holes roly cautioned hal as he skated along with charlie while mab glided slowly at the side of mary bow wow barked roly which meant i suppose that he would be very careful soon they were all safely home and roly-poly barked louder than ever and almost wagged off his tail sideways and up and down oh how wonderful cried aunt lolly when she heard the story i knew something would happen something wonderful has happened and so it had and it was really wonderful that roly had floated down beneath the ice and that the engineer had come along just in time to get him out alive and so roly came back just as i told you he would in a few weeks the black spots were off him and he was all white again and as lively and frisky as ever hiding anything he could find and barking and wagging his tail like anything won't all the boys and girls be surprised when they see our dog back again asked mab i guess they will agreed hal it's just like a fairy story isn't it 
oh it's better than a fairy story for it's true exclaimed mab if it was a fairy story we would wake up and roly-poly wouldn't be here oh i am so glad hal and mab had many more days of skating on the pond with daddy blake and then one morning when they woke up the ground was deeply covered with white snow no more skating right away cried daddy blake the ice has gone to sleep under white blankets but we can have other fun said hal lots of it cried mab joyfully oh we'll have more fun and what fun they had with daddy blake i will tell you about in the next book as this one is all filled up so i will say good-bye to you for a little while only a little while though the end end of chapter twelve and end of daddy takes us skating by howard r garris